My name's Shaquan, but a lot of people know me by my other name, Mad Skills. I'm an MC. My name is Mad Skills. Now let's make some noise. I'm a DJ. Oh, yeah. I'm a ghostwriter for some of your favorite rappers. I'm not about to tell you who, though. Oh. But most importantly, I'm a hip-hop enthusiast. Hip-hop confessions is raw, unfiltered conversations with my friends revealing things that they didn't like, never knew about, I don't know, or never got into about hip-hop culture. So sit back. Oh, come on, y'all. Turn up the volume. Hip-hop. And listen to hip-hop confessions. Because everybody's got one. Here's a little story that must be told. And it goes a little something like this. this, this, this. Yo, what's up, y'all? This your boy, Mad Skills. We are here. This is episode seven, Hip Hop Confessions, the second episode of 2021. I got two of my great friends in the building today, yeah. uh, producers, uh, DJs, um, Jesus Christ, what haven't these guys done? Um, we got a whole uh, group text that I can't even talk about <laughs> right now on this podcast. <laughs> But I got him on the show today. I'm going to introduce my first guest, ladies and gentlemen, representing Philadelphia by way of ATL, right? Well, I mean, you're in ATL now, but you're from Philly. You're yeah. going gonna to stop acting like you ain't from Philly, too. We know I'm you're definitely from, from Philly. I'm definitely from Philly. <laughs> Listen, man, uh, Generation Now, you know what I mean? Y'all know I'm from the affiliates back in the day, the academy. Steps back, the, the 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 craziest, one of the illest producers, done some of my favorite songs, "Go Crazy" by Jeezy. I, I, it, the list goes on and on. Y'all bring it up and give it up for my man Don Cannon in the Cannon. building. What's up, Cannon? Yes, sir. What's up, my brother? How are you? I'm good, man. Did I forget anything? Nah, you got it on point. You know, I ain't gonna say nothing about myself anyway. I walk with humble spirit, yeah, so yeah, you know, I ain't gonna. Yeah. <laughs> we know. I ain't gonna say that. We know. Um, my second guest uh, is a guy from Inglewood, California, producer extraordinaire. Um, you've probably heard his music in all walks of life. This guy is everywhere. Um, yeah done so much man like in 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 such a small period of time it probably don't seem like that to him because he's been grinding forever but to y'all y'all probably think his come up was quick but it definitely wasn't dude been around for a minute i love him this my brother y'all make some noise for dj dahi in the building dahi yes sir what's up captain how y'all doing man Oh man, listen, we can't complain, man. You know, we blessed, man. I'm, 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 I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop being humble, man. I, I read some shit today. I was like, yo, man, being humble is a, uh, is a uh, regression. I said, yo, man, I got, I got, I got to let niggas yeah, know, man. I'm, talk your shit. Talk your shit. That's <laughs> definitely a regression. <laughs> yeah, bro. Listen, bro. You, you listen. You produce Money Trees, man, which is one of my favorite songs of all time, bro. Talk your shit. You know what I mean? Thank hey, you, I, I, I got to start off with a hip hop confession. I didn't even know you did that shit. No, sir. Yeah, that, That's one of my favorite records. I didn't even know that. I think yep, I think when yep. I think when most people think about Dahi, the first thing they think about, of course, is Drake's worst behavior. But you know, mm -hmm. um, it's so many other records, man. Like uh, Money Trees is one of them. I don't fuck with you, Sean and yep. E Forty. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like. Man, the man in his pop bag, like we ain't even gonna talk about the pop, like the pop bag is crazy. Yeah. But but let I'm gonna keep it a I'm gonna keep it a whole bean. One of my favorite songs of all time uh is um Dom Kennedy's My Type of Party. Um, oh yeah, yep. Was that uh, like your first placement? Oh, fuck. I hate you for this, that man. Was... I hate you. <laughs> Listen, I'm like, here's another this is why I can't do shows like this, man. That song ruined my life for how? Two, three. I'm gonna tell you why. 
who they say I look like all the time. <laughs> so for two years when I was DJing in LA, everywhere I would go, people would be like, yo, Dom, what type of party? I'd be like, no, Cannon. Cannon, Wow. Bro. So every I never, time I went somewhere in LA, it was, yo, Dom, what's up? Can I get a picture? No, it's Don, bro. It's Don. It's Don. And, and what's so crazy <laughs> is y'all, y'all names is only separated by one letter, too. Don and Dom. Bro. You know what I mean? It's so much history. It, and, and, to, and to further it, Dahi don't even know that back in the day I did Pac Div's mixtape, and he was a part of that. And that's when I first heard of him through wow. some of the beats they was playing. And I was like, yo, dude, it's crazy. And they was like, who? I was like, who is that? They was like, some DJ nigga that we got. He fired, he fired the squad. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit. He hard. Now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, that was, I mean, the, to me, like, my first really, like, kind of, like, people I came through was Pac Div. That was, like, those are, like, homies that I, we kind of grew up in Inglewood at different points because, like, was uh we went to like rival middle schools i remember like just random we played each other in like uh school and like tyra banks dad was like the the referee which is like hella random that's but crazy just, just <laughs> random shit but we but pat when i remember when i moved back to la when i was in school and i was in, up in the bay and i came back and like they were like the first people that i really got connected with that was kind of doing something that was like around 2007 2006 seven, whatever i can't mm -hmm. remember but it was dope because like literally like after just really i you know i was they had their main producer but i was just kind of hanging out like yo like i I do some beats here and there and whatnot and then luckily i just kind of like they was really the first group of artists that i really just learned about the business you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. they i always i owe them everything just for the fact of like you know they we we i just saw everything of like different artists come through rise like this we always say it's funny how like that era of music from like the the blues the pack divs the uni's the uh, jack mm -hmm. davy like all those artists they all really were important because like from like the doms to the even the td artists to to yg like they kind of came next under them but like you couldn't i don't think la artists the artists where they are now the bigger artists that made it to where they are now wouldn't kind of be in the same step without them kind of being the front line to be able to like yeah. you know flourish right. and shit. so yeah so i just and, and i always say like luckily i just caught a wave basically like i just I got introduced to Dom through like, and you know what I'm saying? We literally got in the studio one night and just, you know, start fucking around, them beats, made some them shit. Beats and, were, them beats was crazy, man. I, I couldn't even, I, from there, I tried to follow you all then, but it was like, I think every time I was catching you, was doing some type of DJ thing. And I was like, yo, I'm going to run into dude. I'm going to tell him his beats is crazy. I never got a chance, but I, I would be around Dom. You know, Dom was one of the first artists I tried to sign. Uh, oh wow! In like 2008, I, he was. I was like, "Yo, what's what's it gonna take to sign?" You know what he said? He texted me and put seven dollar signs. Wow! <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, nigga. So we just came. We became cool. <laughs> I, I met him through cool kids. You know. Uh, yeah. The, the cool. This whole thing was like, you know, we was doing gangster girls, and then when we had our raid, this is a short story. We had a raid. I was like, yo, I'm trying to figure out what people love me for the most. But I would go to these like conventions, like Shaw Money would have these conventions, producers, and people love me for a lot of underground stuff. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. uh, at this time, I was I was really working with Asher Roth, which led me to work with the Cool Kids, mm. right? And then the Cool Kids, Crazy. I met the Cool Kids through Travis Barker, my man Chris, right? And I went to Vegas, and Travis Barker was like, yo, get my man Chris, you know, from Diamond, he gonna hook you up, and. He gonna move you around. He wanna introduce somebody. He took me to Cool Kids' room, bro. I met them. We got in. We got cool. Everything was good. That next morning, 
he died in that the plane accident. I don't even know if y'all remember the plane wow. accident. Oh yeah. And yeah. it was almost yeah. like I met him to meet them because that cracked me open into a whole new wave currency and uh, wow. Pac Div and Dom Kennedy and all that that whole ground. I was like the grandfather uh, mixtape DJ to that. Like, you know what I mean? That whole yeah. hipster yep. swap, you know what I mean? What's crazy yep. is with Chris, um, I remember reaching out to, cause you know, I was, I was real cool. I was running around with Jeff then. So, yeah. you know, we AM, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So what happened was I remember reaching out to Travis Barker later to try to get him to drum on something. That's when he was doing, you know, he was backing up like hip hop uh-huh. joints and just doing videos and shit. And uh, me and Ivan from Philly did celebrate life. And um, I hit him up and he was like, no, he was like, bro. He said, bro. Chris, my homie Chris was such a fan of yours, like you and the wrap up joints you did. He was like, bro, I he did it for me on the love, like he ain't charged uh-huh. me nothing, like the whole thing, like it was crazy, man. How it how it all connected, you know? What I'm yeah, saying? That, yeah, that's that's some crazy stuff. So you know that that's crazy. I you know years later it's Dahi, like you know what I'm saying, and now I know yeah. him, and we talk damn near every day on the text. So it's right. different how the shit started to where it's ending. You know what I'm saying? It's right. crazy. Right. Nah, man. Um. Uh, Dahi, for me, uh, like you probably, uh, I'm sure you don't know this because I, I never really talked about it, but I like, I'm a, I'm a huge, like huge Dom Kennedy fan, right? Like mm-hmm. early, early, uh, when I heard the yellow tape, yep. like floor, like, and from, from, um, from the West side with love, like, bro, yep. understand I'm, I'm a Virginia nigga. I used to come to LA. You know, during of course during BET Awards Week, Grammy Week, all that shit, we working, bro. Every time I rented a car, all I would do is ride up and down Sunset listening to <laughs> Dom Kennedy. Like I remember being in my car, like, like hearing about like Lamert Park. You know what I'm saying? He, cause he was, he would mm-hmm. always say like, I'm a Lamert Park legend. Like, like nigga, I remember the feeling that I had hearing that shit. It was almost like Compton. I was like, yo, Lamert Park got to be yeah. cool as fuck. You know what I'm yep. saying? Like, so he came to um, he came to uh to the East Coast, and I never forget. I I drove from VA to Charlotte to see him live, and I never forget. He came out on stage with the fucking with the Gretzky with the Wayne Gretzky hockey yep. jersey on, and the first song was fucking um, we ball. We drink. Yep. Like, nigga, I lost mm-hmm. my fucking mind. Like, bro, I was buying <laughs> Dom Kennedy merch. I have some OPM socks in here somewhere. <laughs> I swear to God, I got some OPM socks. And I remember mm-hmm. I started following uh, Drew Bird. Yeah, that's my guy. DJ at the time. That's, that's my, my man, guy, man. Yeah, that's and my man. Like, yeah, nah, man, that was, that, that was a super cool moment. I was a huge, still a huge Dom Kennedy fan, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, Dom, I mean, Dom was like, it's funny because he was the first artist that I can remember that especially for now like i mean and i'm young i'm 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 30 i'm well i'm 36 now so i and I, and it's funny like i really didn't grow up listening to a lot of like rap growing up just in general like i was always into different music because i was a music head playing instruments and stuff and but i remember when i came back uh in la and was like really starting to get into the scene and so i just remember don was the first rapper that i was like man like I don't I really don't even care like what he's talking about. He just got like pocket sound, star <laughs> quality, like anything. Like cause it'd be funny because we I be debating folks like what is what is he really talking about? Or is he saying anything important? It's like he is, but he's 
it's how he says it with 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 validity and just like a certain style where it's like but it, it felt and it felt like because of his tone and all we talked he just felt like oh like i know la just by listening to dom like i just know that was it. la like and it, yeah. it, it worked bro it, it transcribed to people like me like and the thing about him is you know as from a rapper standpoint the one thing about me that that always grabbed me about dom was that dom never sound like he was rapping to me he always sound like he was just talking to talking me. yeah he reminded you know me of, of mace and it might sound crazy yeah he had this he had this mm -hmm. tape called best of, best after bobby and like he would freestyle on these all these beats and the way he was catching some of them flows on the junior mafia beats and all that i was like oh dude is he different you yeah. know what i'm saying mm -hmm. yeah, and, nah. and and that's why i was like i'm trying to sign him I, he, I actually brought him out to atlanta i took him to the first club in atlanta he ever been in you know what I mean? They was in there. Wow. Uh, you know, a couple of times I I had we had this mutual friend named Reese. Well, he's still around, but he uh he was like, "Yo, you need to sign this kid. This is my home homeboy. I'm telling you, he good." And then you know it, it went from there. But you know things work out for for the best. But I, I watched I watched this progression. I watched him get his first you know office on Fairfax with the studio in it. It was just it's yeah. so, so much shit. You know what I mean? Bro, I was in the BT cipher with him, bro, and didn't even know <laughs> oh, who he was. We was in the wow. BT cipher together. Me, Dom Kennedy, Lady of Rage, and the, the blind kid that was winning all the battles, uh, Blind Fury. We was in the same BT cipher, and I heard him, and I was like, oh, I, don't, I don't know this nigga like that. A yeah. year later, nigga, I'm a fan. <laughs> shit was crazy. <laughs> shit was crazy. Yeah, he ruins yeah, my man. life. He ruins my life some days. <laughs> I, I, you know, I I never thought about that, but that, I could totally see that happen because, like, y'all, y'all, it's it's just like the light skin complex. We got just. I, I think he, I think he be, get, I think he be getting it too. He just don't say nothing. Oh, he gets it. He get, yeah. he definitely get it. Yeah, yeah. He definitely get it. Yeah. All right, so listen, man. This is hip hop confessions, and you know, I gotta, I gotta get some, 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 you know, some stories out of y'all. Dahi, you up first, because everybody <laughs> right. has a hip hop confession. So we need to know yours. Dahi, what is your hip hop confession? Uh man, my hip hop hip hop confession is that I don't listen to lyrics. I don't I, like if you tell if you tell me to like Turn it off, you actually, please turn Wait, it what? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's it's I listen to lyrics, but I'm saying it takes me a long time to actually go back and listen to a song, and actually repeat and listen to work. It's just something I, the way I describe it is basically like when I when I make a beat or make a song. Like I make the song, I give it the artist, and all, and basically when I when I when I hear the person rap, the first thing that really catches me is just somebody's flow, like just flow pocket. It's just something that got it got to hypnotize me. Like it's some something about the music. So when you try to when like you know when like people come in and like they hear the record and like I'm in the studio making shit and people are like yo that shit's crazy. You hear what he said? I'm like yeah man, I didn't hear the fucking word because <laughs> I, I remember. Cause I remember, I can give you a story. Like I remember when, um, I think it was, uh, which record was? Oh, I remember when uh, I got, I did a record with, I did the the Pusha T record. I did the drug drug dealers anonymous. Well, and I remember I was in this, yeah, with with Jay. So I remember I made, I went into the studio, and I made the record, and like Push was kind of writing. He was listening, but he's mostly writing the shit. And I remember, I think he didn't, he didn't actually record anything, but he came back the next, I think he, 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 it took like a month later and he, and he sent the record back to me. And I remember listening, he's like, yo, man, I, this, this record is about to be crazy. I was like, all right, for sure, send it. So I sent it and I remember just listening to it and like, I, and I've always been a Pusha T fan 
just for the fact of like, and I'm a huge Clip fan. Clips got to me one of the greatest yeah. albums of all time. Like they just, right. Lord Winning is probably like just, but I remember even listening to that. Yeah, listening to that album, I was like, yo, I don't really know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like just like lyricsly, I'm like, all right, it just sound cool, it just sound good. But I, but I remember going to the going to the show. The don't I remember they came to the bay when I was in the bay and they did and, and like and it's funny like I'm in the crowd and I'm like singing along, but I'm I'm like the dude singing along like grind. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like I it's just something about music that I I have to get I have to get the song like kind of like it's kind of stumped in my head like constantly constantly before you know the words to it before any of the words like because I I really only. I really only get the feeling first, if that makes sense. Like that's when I know right. it's a great record. Like if the, if it feels like something, like it it makes me it makes sense. And, and it's funny thing, I am I actually am a content type of nigga. Like I'm I really do like, right. <laughs> which is funny. Like I'm not like like I'm I really do care what like if somebody is saying or doing anything. But like I I overall I just think that when I when I'm working with an artist, I'm in the studio or doing anything. Like I I really only pay attention to to the feeling. Um, that's the first thing that catches my eye. And so when I, wow. any artist that I work with, it's it's like a it's like um they don't know. I mean, they gonna know it now, but in general, they they'll know that I really don't <laughs> listen to the lyrics. Yeah, like, that's so crazy, bro. Or titles and that. Like somebody could walk into the studio and be like, man, I'm about to make a song called so and so, and you like, yeah, well, like, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I ain't but so. It, no, I'm not so. Like you know, because it's funny. Like you know, I remember. Uh, I know you guys know Tunji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They got That's my bro. I remember we and him had a long debate. We always talk about um, song lyrics. Like as soon as he hears the song, he can repeat you the lyrics like verbatim, like right after right. listening to the song. And I was like, bro, like how do you do that? He was like, I just lyrically, I'll listen to a song, I catch the right wave, I really pay attention to what they say, and then I just kiss, I know how to rhyme, so I can get the words. And I'm like, that's crazy. Me, I'm like, I, I I hear the pocket, I hear the thing, but I don't I don't really. So you I don't hear really the words the, last. I hear the words last, like if I can, if, I, if wow. that makes sense. Like it, it it is something. It is something that I've when I make music, it's just always been that. I don't know what it is, like you know, because I I'll listen to a record and I I really, I'm I'm almost like kind of late to records if that makes sense. Like I'm almost kind of late to like what someone you like would an instrumentalist. You like an instrumentalist. One hundred percent. That's that's me. Like I'm really yeah. instrumentalist at the end of yeah. the day. Like when I make songs, I kind of just love the feeling of it, and and then because, I, you know, growing up in in bands and music, like I used to kind of just, you know, I used to play a lot, so I just used to make sure like the feel was right and the sound was cool and whatnot. So now when I get into with writing with artists, like like I'm I'm actually like the worst. <laughs> I'm not the worst at this, but I know I have a problem when it comes to like writing sessions, like. Like if I'm in a studio with an artist or a writer, like you know they want me to stay while they writing the rhyme. I'm like man, like I got shit to do, man. I I can't be waiting for you to write the rhymes and then record it. And you want to do because I just it I have to kind of hear everything completed first before I even before try to make edits and right. do yeah yeah. So it, it at the end of the day, it's really just like you know a creative. I guess it's like a creative tool. I don't know if I right. necessarily say it, it's like a you know, a bad thing. Cause usually, you know, I, I try to always 
at the end of the day, when I'm making a song, I try to make something that feels like it's something good and something feeling and that every that everybody's gonna like. Cause I know some people don't even listen lyric some there's some there's a crowd of people who don't listen to lyrics at all. They just like, oh, this right. just sounds good. It's nah, cool, but right. I get it. It's it's plenty. So so let me ask you a question. Is there any song yeah. that you produced where the lyrics cut through to you because the lyrics were so good? Like did you did you go back to something and go, nah, the motherfucking lyrics that he said on that shit, now that I hear it, that shit crazy. Yeah, yeah, um, that's a good question. Actually, I, I'd say like the the song, um, I, say, uh, I mean, I, I always say like Money Trees is like mm. one of those records with Kendrick that I remember. That's the perfect example. Actually, that's the real perfect. I remember when I when I first when I first met Kendrick, I had sent him to beat, and he invited me to come to the studio, and like he had played me the record. And I remember listening to it, and I just remember how the whole song just felt like a hook. Like it didn't feel like mm-hmm. a verse. It didn't have like a like a <laughs> like one big ass hook. Like just oh, one good, hook. That's a good ass song. You know what I'm saying? That's a great ass song. And I remember I was like, "Damn, this is wild. This is fire." But I just you know I, maybe I heard it. He played it for me like twice, and then I left. And then uh, when the record came out. Um, and it kind of did what it did. I, I you know, I, I listened to the record, and I still. It's funny. I can sing along. I could years ago. I could sing along the record, but I would. I was always be just saying the words. I wasn't actually like paying attention to like the, yeah, right. the story what, of what, the, sorry, of you know what, what it was, what he's talking about, and how it's kind of like entailed into the story. So, it, and even I, I mean, I think I played the record like maybe uh, a couple weeks ago. And then I I was I was playing it as long I was cleaning house and I was like I'm singing along with the song but now I'm actually paying attention to like the story and like how it's <laughs> That's like crazy you know talking about the thing it's like oh wow like this record is kind of nuts because it's 2021 he's, you just right. not, not, just, just play <laughs> <laughs> no I'm just I'm just I'm, but it's 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 like a it's like a you know what I realized bro is like the trick about a great song is really the is just how, how, like how do you how can you make a song that's gonna be uh, don't have longevity, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. How do you make something that's that's timeless. that's timeless? A t- a timeless record, something that sticks in your mind. And I d- I remember, and I realize it's it's kind of really good when you listen to a song and like there's a it's, it's a real new discovery. He's like, man, I never knew that. Like I never knew that part of the song. I never heard that part of the record. I never do that. So mm-hmm. n- now when I kind of go back to, in the catalog, some of my stuff, I'm like, oh wow, this is really this is really actually a really dope record for the time and what it meant for. You know, like uh, my experiences of just like enjoying the moment of the music and what was happening in my life and and what this artist was trying to tell me and how you know just a lot of different things that kind of create a lot of a factors real play into it. Thing. Yeah, right. now nah, that's yeah. kind of crazy, man. That is crazy. Super so, crazy. so it takes it takes Dahi about at least twenty times to actually hear what somebody's saying in the record. <laughs> Even when it's his own record, that's wild, bro. But I will, you know, the funny thing I will say. Uh, one of the first records that I really kind of knew word for word was uh the mixtape you did with Wayne, the uh the uh, dedication. Yeah, like, cause I was in college, and so you know, you know, when you're in college and you send your car, and then like you you uh, what was the record Cannon you did with Freeway? The one with you Freeway? He was yeah, Wayne Freeway. It was Cannon. It was called Cannon. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, bro, Ooh. I remember 
Bro, you understand? Like that time, I literally we was driving from San Jose because I live. I went to school in Santa Cruz, San Jose to like San Francisco on the weekends. And bro, we used to bump that shit every. So that was this. That was. But I love that mixtape because it was just. It was like a feeling. Like it was, it was literally all like lines, a feeling. Yeah, it was all good all, lines. All man. lines, and like yeah. it was. It was like punchlines, and like it, it's funny because I don't even like. I'm not even like a punchline type of person. <laughs> That makes sense. Like I hate oh, punchlines. Well, I might as well leave then. <laughs> no, his career. He's a punchline. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is like it's. it's all right, let me ask you a question. Like when you when I think of a punchline, it, it there's a there's a there's a. I think that it's like it's it's like a, a, a I call it like a direction. Like you you basically guiding people and you kind of just hit them with a moment like up right. here, bam. And it, you know it's not, and so I, I I can appreciate an artist who gives you a punchline that's like really cool and really dope. I just myself am not like I'm like it probably is gonna stick in my head, but I hate sometimes I hate things that kind of just automatically you know feel like it's easy for me to get if that makes sense. Like you know what I'm saying? Makes sense. And I just it's just like, it's just like a weird quirk in my own little creative process, but I do I could I definitely could recite some shit from that line, but don't ask me now because I'm I. Yeah, we know Trust you. Know. Know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you like you know. All right, so listen, uh, transitioning. Um, uh, for me, uh, I, I I usually I sometimes I do confessions, sometimes I don't. Um, but this one having y'all on made me think about something particular. Um, that just was funny because I mean we're all we all know how to play records. We all are DJs in some sort. You know what I'm saying? Producers, y'all have. Y'all have eclipsed anything I could ever do with a, with a beat, but it made me think about DJing and um, <laughs> just just some shit that you know I've I've had happen to me. So, um, I was I remember being at Raucous Records right in uh the late '90s. It might have been '98, something going into '99, and this is when Raucous was. You know, at, at, you know, at, at one point, Raucous was like niggas was like, "Oh, this shit about to be the new Def Jam." Like this shit was yep. bubbling. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. uh, high tech was killing them on the production. Most and Quali was dropping. I remember they had signed Kooji Rap. They signed me. Um, they, I think MCA had bought stake in the company. So I'm I'm at Raucous one day, um, and I had a meeting. I remember I had a meeting, a session. I want to say it was uptown, might have been Harlem or whatever. So y'all know Green Lantern, right? DJ Green Lantern. Yeah, absolutely. That's my, that's my bro, right? So DJ Green Lantern is there at the office, and he's getting, he's getting, some, you know, twelve inches. He's getting some records. You know what I'm saying? Some promo shit. Um, you know, shooting the shit, talking. I guess he might have been talking to him about trying to be a part of like sound bombing or something, something like that. So and 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 Green Lantern is one of my favorite fucking DJs. He had just put out. A, I want to say he had a mixtape called "It's Just Us and the Guns," which fucking changed my life. It shit was <laughs> one of the hardest mixtapes I ever heard in my life. Right. Mm -hmm. So me and him shooting the shit. We just talking, and I'm telling him how big of a fan I am. This and the third, and I'm like, yeah, man, I got a roll. I'm about to go uptown to this session, and he was like, oh, you got a session? I said, yeah. He said, I'm I'm going uptown. Like you you can roll with me. And I'm like, oh, I right, bet. So, you know what I mean? I'm a kid from VA, you know what I mean? About to hop in the, in the Cadillac truck with Green Lantern. Like, we get in the car. He playing me some shit. We riding. And we on, Raucous was on, I want to say the, 
you know, the, the West Side or whatever. I, I'm not sure. We was by the Hudson, right? Mm -hmm. We stayed the whole time we riding. We all I see is the water on my right. I'm in the passenger seat. We riding on the by the water. We he playing me some shit. This that and the third. Like nigga, we get to. I want to say 122nd Street, and this nigga pulls over, and says, "I right, you good?" And I'm like, "Huh?" <laughs> he said. Yo, cause I'm going, cause you know he lived in like he lived like upstate New York. <laughs> so this nigga like, yeah, I'm like this as far as I this as far as I'm going, and I'm like, huh? Like nigga, we nowhere near, cause you know New York, you could be way on the east. You know that shit is blocks, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Green Lantern literally dropped me off on the fucking Hudson. <laughs> nigga, it's breezy fucking cold. I probably got on them them busted ass Tims I had on that Biggie fucking called me out for. Drop me off on the side of the street and left me there. So nigga, I have to walk. You know, I gotta do now I gotta do the blocks in Canada. You know how fucking the streets don't mean shit. It's them blocks. It's that eighth blocks. avenue, that yeah. ninth avenue. Nigga, I had to go all the way over. It, like nigga, it was the worst shit ever. DJ Greenlander <laughs> dropped me off on the fucking side of the highway, bro. And and don't get me wrong, I love I love him. That's my bro. Like to this day, that's one of my homies. But yo, he did me so dirty on that cold winter New York day, bro. And nigga just left me. You talking bro. about you good? That's his favorite line. He, too. Yo, you, you good? You good? You good? <laughs> and I'm sitting there going. Nah, nigga, I ain't good. Like, I thought a nigga was giving me a ride to where I was going. This nigga <laughs> yeah. dropped me off on the... Bro, and it's right next to the water, nigga, so it's freezing. Like, yeah. nigga... Man, oh, he's... Like, I, that's crazy. Nigga, I get, I get cold just thinking about that shit. <laughs> like, yeah, nigga, yeah. that shit... Is that shit was hard. Did he, wait a minute, did he did he did he even drop you off near a train station, the bus stop? No, nigga, he dropped me off. Like, nigga, we were literally. I don't even understand how I got out of the car right there. Like, it, it wasn't safe at all. <laughs> like, that nigga meant I'm not getting, I'm not going no further that way. I, I, like, nigga, I remember getting out of the car, and you know how they push the snow to the side of the road, and the shit is just ice at this point, and it's black. Yeah, uh, nigga. I was standing there like this. This is, this, is, this is a piggyback confession with Green Lantern. When I was coming up, he's the reason the Canon, uh, the Canon stamp is out now because I was competing with him. I heard his mixtapes and I was like, yo, this dude is crazy, bro. He's doing all these crazy ass intros and all this. And it was this one particular joint. I think it was like Cornerstone mixtape, like 2001. Uh -huh. And I was mm -hmm. just like, man, I gotta brand myself, bro. And I used to, I used to shadow box with that nigga. He didn't even know. He don't even notice. I used to shadow box anything he do. I was like, I'm gonna do that shit ten times better. <laughs> but he did so much shit in those did, intros. Yeah. It's like, bro, I'm not this guy. I can't do this shit. So I'm gonna start making beats because he, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I can't nigga, catch up. Man, listen, that dude, man, bro, he kills his, me. Crazy. I remember it's just us and the guns, and he had this other shit called Alive on Arrival. And that was the Live shit when he chopped up, he chopped up shotgun and had fat. Woo, that shit was crazy. so crazy. He had a lot crazy. of them. Yeah, he's the reason. He's the reason why all this is happening right now. You don't know that. That's fire. dope. That's dope. <laughs> That's so Don right, Cannon, you next. That's my hip hop confession. Green Lantern <laughs> left me on the side of a road in the middle of New York winter. 
I need your hip hop confession, Don King. I, I mean, I got, I got a few. I'm gonna make them short. So, my first one is through my career as a DJ, I had these in my brain. I used to, I used to do bands. So I would ban a rapper if they did something I didn't like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. All right. So oh, the first one, and this is my man, love him to death. This is my man. And Drum will back this up. When Drum hit his interview, he going to cry at everything I'm saying. Talib Kweli said, y'all niggas tickle me like Elmo. I never, <laughs> hey, from that point on, I did not play any of his records for like, for like five years. And I talked to him, yo, we seen each other and everything. And we'd laugh it out, hour we'd talk, be at his shows and everything. And I was like, yo, I'm never playing his records. Again, he said that, right? So here's the second one. It's a confession. It's two confessions. Wait, hold on. Before, before, what record did he say that on? Y'all niggas tickled me like Elmo. I would have to look it up. It was like, it was like the end of his line. And the way he said it was like, now. The hardest bar out. That's what it felt like to me. And I was like, I was young. I was like 21. I'm like, yo, you said tickle me like Elmo? Oh, I'm out of here. I can't fuck with this. I can't fuck with it. And John was like, yo, man, he's tripping. I was like, bro, I ain't play nothing. I ain't play get by. I didn't play none of that shit. I ain't play none of that shit. Bro, I was- play, do you pronounce my name, Carly? None of that? I was out of there, bro. I don't know what happened. Something in my brain, when I put this band on, it's like, no. It's over. I got you. Okay. And then I, it came okay, back. It, it came back later, like in the 2007 or some shit. But okay. Ja, okay. ja Rule, I never played a Ja Rule record. Ever. What'd he say? What what do he, you mean? You've he never was, played a Ja Rule record ever. How's that fucking possible? In my life. I would be he You had ain't never num- played Holla Holla? On my dad's grave. <laughs> if you ask Drum right now, he'll say, yo, he never played a Ja Rule record. Right, but wow. this is the problem. This is the problem. I didn't have a problem with Ja Rule. It was only the thing he did. So he had a song with Jay Z on a clue tape, and he they was doing um they was going back to back, and the, he killed it. And then some time went on, and then I heard what they do, and then then living it up. I said, Yo, I'm not playing that kid shit. Oh, oh, um, you talking about where they flipped the uh, Emmy Case did the Stevie Wonder record? I cried, dude. Anybody to be living it up? Say that was a fucking hit, Cannon. So so I don't. All of them were hits. They were good, and I stood by myself. And I was like, I'm not doing that shit. I went to New York. I did this party in New York. The biggest record in New York was um was um uh what was the one shit that they all Fat Joe and all them. I'm from New Uh, York. New York. New York. Prime time. I never played it. Wow. Get the fuck out of here. Never played it, bro. All right, so if somebody if somebody came up to the booth, be like, "Yo, bro," because uh, you never played get it. the request. Never you played. Like you be like, so you went to <laughs> New York at the time when New York by Ja Rule, Fat Joe, and Jada Kiss was the hottest shit in New York, and did not play it. How long did you DJ for? Couple but hours. Then I was doing like I was opening. I think it was either opening up for somebody like Beverly Bond or something. Some shit. I never played it. Listen, wow, bro. Wow. Listen, listen, bro. I was in Atlanta when BMF was doing the parties and, and uh, Visions, and New York was the biggest record, right? Yeah. Never played it. People asked me to play it. One time I packed my shit up and left. Are you serious? <laughs> I don't know what the problem was. It just something went in my brain. And the fucked up thing is, I fucked with Rule and I fucked with Fat Joe. It's like, I really right. fuck with Joe, because Joe, me and Joe is like, you know what I'm saying? But I never really like, I'm like, yo, what's wrong with you, bro? What's so like, what 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 was so bad about living it up? The living it up record. 
Bro, it's, this, <laughs> it's this thing that stings me. And I'd be like, oh, it's, it's over. I ain't fucking with it. Oh. <laughs> I'm good, you know what I'm saying? I, I ain't fucking I, with I, it. I will say this. It, <laughs> it, did, it did pain me to hear Case singing one of my favorite Stevie Wonder records. Because, you know, Stevie Wonder has a voice. It, it can't yeah. be mimicked. Like, you know voice what I'm saying? Voice of God. So to hear Case, who I know, you know, no disrespect to Case, but I know he wasn't as strong of a vocalist as Stevie, to yeah. sing that, it bothered the fuck I out. Th- I think even, I'll take it a step further. I played a lot of Murder, Inc. stuff, including Ashanti at some R&B parties, and cut his part off. And Yo, it's you like, a hater, bro. No, I I really am a hater. But this is the thing. I don't hate Ja Rule. I was fucking with him because he was doing. The, uh, I forget this shit. Him and Jay Z. It's murder. And they was doing that shit. It was oh, fire. Murdergram. 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 Okay. When they hey. did that, I was like, he hard. And then something that, switched. That shit was boom, boom, boom. Niggas is dead. Dead. Crazy. I tell you, that, that record was crazy. He went crazy. So I'm like, okay. So here's the, here's this here's the next part. People, go, I might get thrown out of hip hop for this, man. I might get oh, thrown shit. out. Of, y'all might turn this shit off, bro. Right. I never listened to a Tupac album or liked him. If I had my top twenty records, he's not. He's not in my top twenty. <laughs> he's not in my top twenty. He's not in my. He's not in my top twenty. What? I mean, you know, I not in my top twenty. What, what, just you don't like the lyrics, don't like pocket, don't what? I'm gonna tell you what happened. I liked Pac. What did I, he do to you? Pac, first of all, Candy, I'm gonna you ain't tell even, you. You ain't even old enough for Pac to have done something to you personally, bro. He's not. He not. He didn't. But this is okay. where it went wrong. When I clown around, when I come around with the underground, I said, "Oh no, get it? No, <laughs> nope. You didn't like. You didn't nope. like same song, bro. You gotta understand. I was in. I was like. I was like Wallabies, Black Sweats, a Camel. I was re- I was really that way. So when I heard that, I was like, Nah, I ain't rocking. And I don't give a fuck if he make a great song after this. I'm not rocking. And he did make great songs after that, bro. To this day, I never hold. I never heard Machiavelli's album all the way through. Wow. Oh, listen. God. You know what? I, I actually I gotta make a confession too. I have never heard Machiavelli's album. See, I, I, as a whole, and, and I'm saying this as. I'm a Pac well, fan too. But I just never. Well, well let's just go why. ahead and complete the trifecta because I've never heard Machiavelli as well. Okay. <laughs> okay, I feel better. That's why I'm letting this. Yeah. I'm letting this industry go. So, so, so Cannon. So, what what happens with what is what seems to be the 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 the, the cycle with you is a rapper do something corny, and you uh, no a rapper do something that you feel is corny or say something that you feel is corny, and you just stop fucking with them all together. Uh, I don't know that question only because there was people that did corny shit, but had some shit that was like, all right, you just did some corny shit, but I fuck with you. It felt like right. people was going down the wrong path with certain things. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, like, like think about Fat Joe, like Fat Joe, like, what's love, right? But then you did cr- that Hustler, record was dope. I smash. I played it, by the way. I ain't saying I didn't play it, oh, but okay. that would be something I would be like, but he did Hustler is the key to success. So I'd be like, okay, we got to balance it. I'm, I, I know what you're doing. Now, mind you, before before I became a DJ, I also had a uh, when you when you do something superior corny, you can't uncorn yourself to me. <laughs> That's you what corn, I'm saying. You corn yeah, for yeah. life. That's yeah, what like, I'm saying. You can't uncorn yourself now. But I'm I'm just saying. But here's the thing: I Man. wouldn't go if the if the record is popping and the record is the the, the crazy record. I'm not going. 
I'm not going to not play it at a party because a nigga did some corny shit. Okay, so but, here, here's something else. Tretch. Uh, nah, come on, bro. Nah, don't do I that. I love Tretch. No, don't he's, do that. he's one of the best. But when he did, <laughs> when he did, you got, he said, you don't know nothing about shampoo, but watch your head and shoulders. I was done. <laughs> you wildin'. I rolled out. I said, no, bro. I can't. Because when I had, listen, Freeway is one of the biggest Tretch fans ever. Pat, he loves him. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, he fired. But when we had these hip hop talks and I, he brings up Tretch, I'd be like, the naughty, nasty, nasty, chickity, trashy, trashy, ho, happy, pappy. I'd be like, what is he talking about? First of all, first but, of all. But, but listen, Tretch, if you out there, I met him a couple times, bro. Not he one made of the some nice, jams. One of the nicest, one bro, of the nicest people I've ever met. nigga ever, bro. And I could never tell him to his face. I hated you for saying head and shoulders line. But you know okay. why? Because Cruise Pop, I don't know if y'all remember this. I might be going to hip hop. Yeah, the youngsters, the, youngsters. the youngsters had a song called Cruise Pop. And, yeah. You know, I heard he had something to do with some of the lyrics. It, when you listen to that song, it sounds okay. like trash. So Let's it keep felt, it a bean. And so when I heard that, I said, oh, okay. He the one. And then all the stuff that I felt like he taught pop. And I was like, okay. Okay. I rock with you. But those <laughs> things right there. But these, this, this is just minor shit I wanted to get off my chest. Right. The, real, the real story is, okay. I'm DJing. I'm working with Red Bull. They fly me down to uh, FAMU to do uh, teach a class how to make beats and to DJ. So it's an auditorium of kids and all that. So when I get there, I'm the first person there. Red Bull speaks. The kids is clapping. They're like, oh, that's canon. You know, at this time, we're in the textbook for the case that we just had. had with the, uh, we're in the law, the hip-hop law book, and one of the, the, the chapters is our case. Oh, wow. That me and Drum had to go through, right? <clears throat> So I'm going down there. It's about maybe 100 kids in the auditorium. So I'm waiting, and it's like, yeah, you're going to be speaking with Chris Martin, you know, uh, and y'all going to be getting, y'all be getting to the class and doing the Q&A. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm not thinking nothing of it. So the dude walks out from the top of the, um, from the, top of the, uh, the auditorium and walks like halfway to the last row of kids. So everybody's like, oh, our professor's here. So I'm like, okay. So I'm looking, I don't really see him because I'm little, I'm down there by the chalkboard and I'm talking and he's talking. I'm like, yo, dude, voice is sounding fucking familiar, bro. And he's talking to me. He's talking to me. And as I'm teaching the class, like different things, they got the screen up and I'm showing them the Serato. Mm -hmm. He say one thing. I can't remember what it was. And it just clicked to me. And I'm like, nigga, I know this ain't play from kid and play, nigga, teaching a fucking class. Right. So I'm like, uh. I just chill. So as he's talking, I'm like, Yo, are you play? He like, yeah, Lord, listen, I'm Chris Martin. I'm teacher, I'm, I'm Professor <laughs> Martin. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay, no doubt, no doubt, <laughs> right? So, after, you know, after we get through the, uh, the, the, um, the class or whatever, we, I have to go out on their promenade and Red Bull has this big truck. So I DJ on the back of the truck and we just glide through the, you know, going through the school, I play records right. on a good day. Right. After it's over, he comes down, he talks, he's like, yo, you know, I don't really, you know, I ain't with all the other shit. Like, you know, hip hop is cool. That's my past life. You know, I'm a professor now. Um, you know, thanks for the love. He's like, I'm gonna show you around. So as we showing around, I'm still behind this nigga, like, yo, this motherfucking play. And I'm gonna right. give you the story. Me, I got a cousin that's dark skinned, same age, right? We, uh, mm. my mom's sister. <clears throat> we like this twins. We watched House Party over. A hundred times. We wanted right. to be them. I was light skinned, right. he was dark skinned. And that's right. who we was. You right. know what I mean? So when I seen this, I'm like, yo, I can't believe I'm talking to this dude. And he like, man, he don't got nothing, he don't want nothing to do with it. So I'm like, so what's your regiment now, man? Like, like what do you be doing for fun? He said, you know, I come here, 
I show people the, you know, the ropes and then I, I get to bed about 12. I wake up at four in the morning. I'm like, damn, dude, really changed. So we had a good talk and all that. But my initial thing was he was like, yo, yo, listen, bro. Yo, imagine Chuck D like, yo, 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 nigga. I ain't Chuck D, nigga. And that's how I remember it. You know, he might have a, a, a different story. But the second part to this, we're going to, I'm going to, I'm going to fast forward to 2014 or 15, right? I'm in LA and Brian P, y'all both know Brian P. Brian P yeah, was yeah. My, my, my manager for a little time when I was DJing in LA. Brian P used to get me some great gigs. So he had this one like, yo, it's this kid. He's having a sweet 16 out there. His parents is loaded. Uh, they want you to DJ. I think they bring in two chains to the house. Sean Kingston, Eric, uh, uh, what's the kid name? I'm sorry. Eric, the singer out there, Eric. Eric Bellinger. Eric Bellinger. Damn, Bellinger, my bad. And then, um, and then they was like, yo, we just gonna have a, a fun time, right? So we go, me and Brian P slide up there. I'm like, yo, this crib is, this crib is dumb. We in right. Ventura or, or Calabasas, crazy mm -hmm. ass cribs. I'm like, mm -hmm. this shit dumb. Classic LA shit. Bro, I'm like, yo, mm -hmm. it's crazy. So I'm DJing, I bring out 2 chains. I bring out Sean Kingston. They're, the kids are going crazy. It's about 50 kids. And I'm DJing on top of the pool. They put glass on top of the pool and set me up over top of the pool. <laughs> so they're dancing and stuff on the pool. So they're like, Money, oh, yeah. like it's some dumb shit, right? Right. So after everybody comes perform and pick up their stupid ass bags, you know what I mean? This, <laughs> this fucking loaded ass motherfucker, right? So I'm DJing Brian P on the side and I'm, I keep DJing everybody in that bitch rocking. I look to the side, it's just this dude. He just rocking on the side of the stage. I'm like, oh, he like, he like, he like, you killing it. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is this? So he just over there, he chilling. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm DJing, DJing. So the end of the party, Brian P like, yo, let's go back down to the city, da, da, da. But I'm going to drop my mans off. But I think he being a little discreet with it because he like, yeah, I'm going to drop my mans off. And, you know, Brian P got this way of being discreet about certain shit. So I'm like, all right, no problem. He, he, I'm going to drop him off and I'm going to drop you off. We're going to keep it moving. I'm like, all right, cool. So I get the side of stage. I'm looking dude in his eyes like, yo, dog, you did a wonderful job, man. I follow all your shit, man. I listen to all your mixtapes. Man, you definitely fire, bro. Your beats, everything you do, man, your energy, great. I'm like, thanks, man. You know what I mean? But I'm just like, all right, you know, you know how you be. I'm in my Philly mentality. I'm corny as shit. Just nut shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So we get in the car. Brian P got a Benz. It's a lot of room in there. So dude in the back seat, but he behind Brian P. I'm in a passenger mm -hmm. seat. Right. Mm -hmm. So this nigga, <laughs> this nigga, like, he's still going on in the car. He's like, yo, man, I love music, man. Shit. Everything y'all doing, man. I, I love that shit, man. I'm like, yo, I'm thinking to myself, yo, is this dude going to shut up, man? I ain't trying to be on no bougie shit, but this nigga just going on and on. So he right. going to like, I did this Drake mixtape with a cooking soul. He like, bro, this thing on a cooking soul Drake mixtape, man, that shit was fire. So we right. get into talking about, I try to slide the conversation to what they doing. So he's like, yeah, you know, back in the day, you know, I, I had my little party moments, you know, we, you know, we did some things, a lot of, lot of, um, you know, a lot of, he's starting to name actresses and shit, just like, like fun, just fun shit, just how they was hanging, no, nothing too derogatory, nothing, nothing too crazy, no right, right, right. drug, just saying, yo, we all used to be together, we was all friends, we used to hang out, and um, I'm like, word, I was like, damn, that's fun, then he bring up this show, he's like, yo, man, I be watching, I forget whatever show he was talking about, I think it was, um, one of them shows that everybody watched, like, uh, not Lord of the Rings. What's that shit with the motorcycles and shit? The niggas be watching the motherfucking motorcycle series. Uh, uh, oh, uh, Sons, of Sons of Anarchy? Sons, Sons of Anarchy. Anarchy. Right. So, so yeah, he yeah. talking about that, him and Brian P. carrying on, right? So he still, he go back to it. He's like, bro, listen, 
man, you're going to be one of them ones. We'll just keep, you know what I mean? Keep doing your shit, bro. So we pull it up on Fairfax, right? Yeah. So we pass by that diner that's very on the right on Fairfax. And I think it's Orlando Street or whatever it is. And he pulls on the corner. So he's like, yo, good meeting you, dog, man. Keep that shit up, bro. You doing that shit for the culture. He's like, he called crazy. Still. It's right. So I'm like, all right, that's what's up, dog. And the whole time, I'm not looking back at him or nothing. I'm just talking. I'm not making no eye contact or nothing. Right. So, but I seen what he looked like. He looked like an older, light-skinned dude. So Brian P. like, all right, man, I'll see you later, right? Dude gets off. He walks across the street. Brian P. like, nigga, you crazy. I'm like, why well, I'm crazy? He said, you know that was? I said, nah. He said, that was Kid from Kid and Play. And I wow. said, And I said, I said, I said, yo, pull back up to his crib, bro, right now. <laughs> nigga, I got to apologize. I watched this guy my whole life, bro. I was Kid. From 11 to 15 years old, I was Kid, yo. bro. Ain't that crazy? And Brian P. like, Brian P. like, man, you fucking crazy. I said, why you ain't, why you ain't slide a text over like, yo, that's the boy kid. Like, you ain't say nothing. Like, we just rode an hour from Ventura to Fairfax. And, and you did not tell, you know how many questions I would have asked this nigga if I'd known that was kid from Kid and Play? Bro, the nigga just walked over to his crib off Fairfax and I was just salty the whole night because I'm like, yo, bro. I that met my I did I had the trilogy. I met this nigga down there on some other terms. I met this nigga. The funniest thing is after after Uzi, after I signed Uzi and you know me and Drawn broke him or whatever, he came to our studio for a radio interview. I did happen to be there because emergency happened. Kid then popped up together. And he said, oh, wow. he said to Drawn, yo, we're canning that. That nigga hard, bro. That's my dog. You know what I mean? Wow. And, 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 and look, and he's just like, yo, just tell that nigga we say what's up. And Play was like, yeah, man, I met that nigga in Florida, man. That nigga cool as hell. Tell that nigga I say what's up. I'm like, oh my God, bro. This shit is... <laughs> I wanted to be like, wanted to be there so I could be like, yo, dog, I ain't going front. I didn't know who you was. And I wasn't right. on no high horse shit. I just... <laughs> I just I, it's one of the moments, was. man. It's one of the moments, yeah. bro. Yeah, that Listen, shit. Man, that's, I had to get off my wild. chest. Yeah. That's, wild. that's a wild story, bro. <laughs> Yeah, that's some shit right there, bro. <laughs> Nobody knows that wow. story, but Brian P. hears this, he's gonna be like, "Man, I remember that because I told you, dumbass, that was kid." But you told me when you got out the car, fool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Damn, it's like man. sometimes wow. you get around, you you know, you get around. If you'd have known that you was around certain folks, you like, yo, I, it's certain things I wanted to know. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I, I certain things I would have asked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he was naming some important people, and I was like. You hang with them? And I'm like, oh, he got, because, you know, I, no, no disrespect, but in LA, you'll meet people and they'll be nobody and they'll be hanging with everybody. Yeah, Nigga, just exactly. be, with, be yep. with LeBron James and motherfucking Tom yep. Cruise like it ain't nothing. Right. And be like, yo, I'm about yep. to go hang with Tom Crib tonight. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah no, nah, we just be chilling and cool. So I, all the shit he was talking and he was saying some shit. I even, I even think he said something like, yeah, when when we was doing the road, doing something, I was like, maybe he was a like, road manager. I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> like thinking, like I remember, like it was funny. I remember being in uh, in in the Boom Boom Room in Will's studio, uh, Will and Jada's studio, yeah, off of like yeah. Magnolia, right? So I'm yeah, in there working. It. I'm in there working on uh working on some shit with Will, and we just in there, me, Omar, Will. You know what I mean? Um. Uh, my man, Radio Troy, Jukebox. Jukebox was over in the other room. Nigga, so we in there talking to Will, playing some joints, and nigga Tom Cruise just walks in the studio. <laughs> and I'm just sitting here like, 
<laughs> nah, nigga, that's Tom Cruise. So, <laughs> so Tom Cruise and Will, they they talking like they talking, and Will's like excited. He like, yo, I want to play you some shit. You know what I'm saying? So Tom's like, of course. Like, so this nigga Will <laughs> plays course. the rec- he plays the record that I wrote, right? So he's playing mm-hmm. the song that I write that I wrote, and Tom is like nodding head and and then the, it's a, it's a, it was crazy. It was a song called Lost and Found, and Will's in all these pockets and shit, and you know what I'm saying? The hook sound like I I I pulled the hook from some Roy shit. You know what I mean? Like so the song goes off, it just stops, and then fucking Tom Cruise looks at Will Smith and goes, "Wait a minute, wait a minute. You said Tom Cruise or Tom Hanks? You said Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. Oh shit! Tom, I'm thinking, yeah, Tom yeah. Cruise looks at Will Smith and goes." See what's that's what the fuck I'm talking about, man. I'm trying to do shit like that. I, he goes, he goes. I don't have any fucking talent, bro. And I'm sitting there going, what What is my life right now? Like, like I'm I'm looking at billion dollar box office right in front of me, bro. Like the biggest move, the two of the biggest movie stars ever. And this nigga Tom Cruise looks at Will and goes, that's what the fuck I'm talking about. I wish I could do some shit like that. I don't have no fucking talent, bro. Set verbatim. Said that to Will. Wow. I'm going to piggyback like, that. I'm going to piggyback that real short. Jada had a birthday party at the skating rink in, in Riverside. Yes, and, and I was, it was there. Only, okay, there was only a certain amount of people there, right? Yep. So when we go, I went with Bonnick, you know, Bonnick from uh, Philly Bowls yeah. and my yeah. cousin Keith. So I never met Will the whole time. I've been doing music, nothing. But, you know, I'm cool with K. Smith. I've been doing yeah. that. So I pull up. You, you, you had to, it's crazy because you had to send an email with your social security number and all this old crazy yeah. shit in order yeah. to be in there, right? We get in there, the best of the best people in there, right? Yeah. So, and my father in high school, him from middle school to about college, him, my dad and Stan Lathan were best friends. He was even oh, my, wow. God, he was my godfather at some point. You know what I mean? And I knew he did all Will's stuff, you know, and that's uh, Sanaya Lathan's father. So right. I was like, yo, I never met Will. So we in a party, ain't really no security around. I'm going to just walk up to him like, yo, I'm Stan, I'm, I'm Stan Lathan's godson. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to go into, man, I, whatever you need from me, it's all good. I got beats, you know, da, 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 da. <laughs> so I walk up to him. Hey, he talking to somebody. I don't know. I tap him on the shoulder. He turn around like, hey, what's up, man? He shake my hand, right? I'm like, oh, this nigga acting like he know me, or maybe he do know me. I don't know. <laughs> he do that. He do that with everybody. Okay, so he's like, hey, man, what's up, man? So I'm like, what's up, dog? He's like, yeah, man, just chilling, man. You know, you having fun? I said, yeah. I was like, I was like, I was just telling you that I'm Stan, uh, Stan Lathan's godson, Cannon. You know, I make beats and all that. He's like, man, that's what's up, man, man. Keep doing your thing, man. And walked off. I was like, oh, the shit. That's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> walked straight off. I think he even skated off. Like, yeah, he ba- he basically wanted to be like. Yeah, no doubt, dog. Keep it up, Carol. And skated the fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> I hated, I hated it, bro. I fucking hated it. Like that was Jada. I think that was Jada's uh, birthday party. Yeah. Because um, I remember taking the picture. They had a, a backdrop of Will holding yeah. Jada on the skates and shit. Yeah, remember they started rapping at the M. Him and his three, uh, the yeah. two the older son and yeah. him. They started just freestyling. Who was DJ? Yeah. Was Jeff DJing? Somebody was yep. DJing. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody was oh, DJing. Yeah. And I just, wow. I, I, I hated that moment, bro. I hated it. I'm glad all this off my it, chest. <laughs> but you know, I feel, I feel like being in entertainment, we've all had. I, I think we've all had that moment where, where, like, you meet someone that you admire, and then like, uh, you interaction, and then, like, they kind of treat you like shit, and you just be like, damn, like, 
have, but it's have, but it's like have a you weird. had one die? <laughs> like you had no, one no, no, that I'm, you I'm cool just, with that you cool no, 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 with? I'm really I'm I'm literally trying to think of one because I've definitely had I, I I think I've had it recently. I'm just trying to remember what it was, but I've I've had it, man. Like I I've you know just being in the room and kind of coming across artists. I'm just thinking of who who actually was. Yeah, now nah, I almost yeah. fucked up a hip hop legend. Like I was about to beat his ass. I can't even talk about that. <laughs> oh a shit! A whole hip hop oh, legend. I was about to fuck him up. Listen, man. I wanna, I wanna make sure. I wanna say thank you to both of you guys, man. Um, make sure they follow y'all. Uh, Dahi, where can they follow you at? Where you at on your socials? DJ Dahi, Instagram, Twitter. There it is. That's it. Yep, you got me. Don yeah, Cannon. I, yeah, I'm Don Cannon. Spelled with two ends in the middle. I'm all over the, you know, from LinkedIn to Twitter. I might not respond, but I'm there. Yeah, he ain't gonna respond to you. <laughs> I, I, I talk to him every day. He don't respond to me. <laughs> My name is Mad Skills, man. I appreciate both of y'all coming on, man. This was fun, man. Thank y'all so much. No doubt. I see y'all no in the group. Ch- I see y'all in the group chat. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> all right, y'all. This has been Hip Hop Confessions, cause everybody got one. Peace. Here's a little story that must be told. And it goes a little something like this. this, this, this.